Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 31 of the Super Reform Bros Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Jackson. We're bros. And we're reformed. Super reformed. And we're back. And Jackson, my question for you is, how much do you weigh? This is a personal question, Alex. You, know, you said anything. You said I, I could ask you anything. Tell Somewhere me. from 90 to 110 pounds. Oh, okay. Now your question for me. Because I'm all boned. Now I feel like I have to do something personal, but I no, already no, picked no. something. No, no, no. You already picked something. Okay. Uh, so, since Christmas, just finished, and, you know, you were just hearing... Finished, I mean. You were hearing... Christmas music. I mean, like, Christmas music has stopped for the past, like, maybe four days. Um, mm, yes. So, since you've been hearing it over and over, most I likely. Okay. I haven't. Okay. What are, like, your three least favorite Christmas songs? Uh, well, the one that comes to mind immediately is Little Drummer Boy. Mm. Uh, and then, I mean, any Mariah Carey song, uh, I, I guess I don't like... I don't like uh what's the one it's like it's it's not it's not a, a little, not a little town of bethlehem what is it there's something i'm, I'm Mary, thinking did of. you know that's it yeah are you serious yes yes dang Mary, I did that. you know i hate that one uh okay um that one and yeah and little drummer boy and then i guess mariah carey <laughs> i don't think she is a christmas song but okay we'll we'll go uh, with that she tried to be so to open up this episode alex just had a thought that I've been thinking about for probably a month now, and it's just been ingrained into my brain, and I can't get rid of it. What are you doing? So, we were in the store, and I went to the bathroom. Now, going to the bathroom in a store is a whole different conversation. Yeah, um, probably one we don't need to have. <laughs> and the sink was motion-censored, like, you know, the majority of them are. And I put my hands under it, and these s- super small streams of water started shooting out like a shower head. And that's Been when there. I came to the conclusion that sinks and showerheads should not be the same. And I wanted to ask you, what do you think? Do you think Well, this should have been your question. Do you think sinks should you're be showerheads? You're asking me two questions now. I don't know how to deal with this. Uh, okay. Do I think... Do wh- Okay. Do I think that showerheads and... Sinks are interchangeable. Sinks are interchangeable. Uh... Well, usually a sink, the water comes out like a bath, like when you're taking a bath, mm-hmm. not like a shower. So, yeah, they're not interchangeable because imagine the water coming out of the shower like how it comes out of a sink. No, sorry. Not, okay, not interchangeable. But do you think that... Are you a fan of when sinks are like... a waterfall like, falling on you? Are you a fan of when sinks are like shower heads? It might be nice, actually. Um... When sinks are like shower heads, it doesn't really clean your hands. Nope. It doesn't feel like... It doesn't do anything, actually. I mean... It's just I, water. That's all. Yeah. I, it is kind of nice no. when it's like hot. No, it's not. They're terrible. It's Look, like if you no, could pressure, give me, no pressure. If you could give me the same amount of water that comes out of a shower for a, a sink, but, uh, but give it, you know, that type of... The type of yeah. shower, yeah, the, like, spray kind of. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like, know. That'd be kind of nice I, on my Honestly, hands. I don't even like the spray in the shower head. <laughs> I use the jets. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, well, I want to tell you about uh, Five Guys and how it's delicious, and I've been going it basically every day. Okay. Okay. 
Yep. Hmm. So this is how our past two or three weeks have been. We had a good Christmas, good New Year's. Um, That's another topic. New Year's. <laughs> Why did is I say New Year's? Did I say New Year's? No. Okay. Why is New Year's a holiday? It's just a day. It's Wait. to celebrate the new year, bro. Why? You know what's sad though? Like I don't I feel like any I don't feel like anyone does anything for New Year's no. Day. No, People you just do get stuff off for New Year's just, Eve. You just New Year's things. Eve is when everyone celebrates it. New yeah, Year's but you Day, don't get off. like no one does anything. Well, technically you are celebrating New Year's Day because No, but that, at that's 12 when, o'clock. that's when the celebrations cease though. At least for mm. us, I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's for other true. people it's like it goes all night, but I don't know, it's probably my least holiday though. Your least what? Favorite. Oh, my I least like holiday. your least holiday. <laughs> my okay. least favorite, yeah. Yeah, I guess um, I can understand that. What'd you get for Christmas, Jackson? Anything cool? Mm, no. At least not from you. No. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I, I got a cool present from you. You got me that yeah. book. I haven't I written any yet, but... It's not a book. You don't write in a book. It's a notebook type thing with a quilt it pen. Looks like, it looks like it's from like the... I don't know the uh, dark ages oh is it <laughs> Jackson what's going on in the world and what in the world's going on now it's time for our news segment where we talk about the news and what's been going on and guys the most major thing that happened was uh, Damar Hamlin Bill's safety I want to say yeah they right? need a safety. safety might be back uh, up Buffalo Bill's that's in the NFL if you don't watch the NFL. Uh, Buffalo Bills uh, safety got hit and just collapsed. And they had to do CPR on him for nine minutes on the field. Um, and a defibrillator. And a defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get this. And a defibrillator. Defri- <laughs> you don't know how to say. I think it's defibrillator. Defibrillator. I think it's no defibrillator. It, I think it's defibrillator. Defibrillator. I thought it was defibrillator. No, there's a real in there. You sure? Yeah, defrib. <laughs> it's not defrib. Defibrillator. You're right. <laughs> defibrillator. It's so bad that we're laughing about this, and it's like, oh yeah, the guy. It was. It was a serious. Uh, thing that happened he he was basically essentially dead no um a few minutes he wasn't dead he wasn't breathing yeah i mean you're basically dead if if you're not breathing because he's still alive well well, well, that's why i'm saying basically that's why i'm saying the word basically so whenever anyone has a heart attack then they're dead if their heart stops then they're dead they're basically dead for a period of time yeah So if I hold, well, I guess, never mind. I was going to say if I hold my breath, but then my heart's not stopping. Yeah, your heart's not stopping. If your heart stopped, I'd be like, whoa, you just died, Jackson. (laughs) And then I would just, you know, go on with the podcast. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's not a funny thing. Um, He, well, he's he's fine. Yeah, thankfully. He was taken to the hospital, and they sedated him, and... Uh, Basically, I had him. Yeah, had him in a coma, and it was like he was in critical care for like two or three days, I think. And I think yesterday was when they finally brought him out of it, and he like he was writing and stuff, like he could now communicate. He can, now he can talk. No he, brain he damage. A, he was on a call with uh, all the Bills players. Yeah. Um, but what we wanted to talk about is how everyone responded 
Because it was interesting. Yeah, we were watch- We were actually watching the game, so we saw it all firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, after he got hit, they they decided to just stop the game um, because it was so severe, and they didn't know, you know. Didn't even, yeah, uh, didn't even finish be. it. So, they had this show uh, where this guy was basically just talking about it, and he was having, he had, a, he was talking to a couple of different guys. The commentators and, uh, and stuff, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it was just funny to hear, like, everyone talking, they're all talking about prayers and how, you know, we need to lift him up in our prayers and all this stuff. And it was just interesting to hear that, because you, you don't, you don't really ever hear that, um, right. from the media. They don't really ever talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but talk it's, about. it's interesting how when people get in desperate situations when you don't know if this guy's Who do they turn gonna to? die. Yeah, they, they go to prayer. Um, mm-hmm. which, which, which is, uh, I mean, universally, I feel like, yeah, universally prayer is right. The last or at resort. least, at least in our nation. No, I was going to say oh. in our nation, prayer is recognized as like, you're praying to God. Mm-hmm. Like if you just say, yeah, let's, you know, pray for him or whatever it, in, in America, it's kind of understood that you're talking about right. God, the God from the Bible, the mm-hmm. one and only God. Um, yeah, so just to say, I mean, and even when you when we were checking Twitter and stuff, it was like everyone, everyone saying pray. Like, that was everyone. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah, a guy on ESPN, actually, I think it was the next day, he prayed on uh, the show. Which is so, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting. And I think it really made people question, um, you know, the shortness of life. Or not question, but contemplate the contemplate. shortness of life. And, you know... I mean, this guy was 24, mm-hmm. and he, he is 24. Yeah, um, he was 24 <laughs> at the time. Yeah, so I think it, you know, making everyone think, oh, I could go at any point. Um, you know, there's so many different ways that you could die. So um, it was kind of sad too, in a sense, that like everyone <laughs> was talking about prayer, but it's like, how seriously are they taking this? You know? Um, yeah, and yeah what like what do they what do they believe about what they're saying do they even believe mm-hmm. it if they, if they don't believe in god why would they pray what is prayer going to do you know what i mean right. is that going yeah. to how is that going to help if mm-hmm. you don't believe in god well and i kind um, of find it hard to believe that all those people on the internet are all self-proclaimed christians like i feel like there is a point where even maybe some i don't know about atheists but some people who wouldn't profess to believe still do that oh yeah um as you know it's kind of like oh well if if there is a god i'm gonna pray because you know for so and so reason um what do we know though like that we we know uh that prayer is not does not work if you're an unbeliever right because what how come we can pray because christ died for us that's the only reason we're able to pray is because he is the mediator between us and god so that's why we're able to even talk to god um so people who are unbelievers prayer well yeah i think that's a debate topic but i mean i think the probably the most obvious reason to support um unbelievers not being able to or God not hearing unbelievers' prayers is that they don't know God, so they are not talking to God when they're praying because they don't know Him, right? Mm, yes, but uh, I feel like uh, the I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of a result of what I was saying. Why don't they know God? 
because Christ didn't die for them. You right. know, it's yeah. kind of like a like that's kind of along the same lines of what I was what I was saying. It's just uh, I think yeah because you know they're unsaved. Yeah, God is not they're not able to communicate with God like a believer. They can try, but you know it's not gonna. And I mean I I wouldn't say that God can't hear what they're saying, but I think that he uh, he listens to those you know who he's called. I would yeah. say. Because um, obviously God knows everything. God knows what they're doing. Right. But uh, I would say he, he doesn't. I mean, it to doesn't. Those. It doesn't. It just doesn't mean the same thing as an uh, as a believer at, talking to God. So um, if we're gonna transition out of this, would you not encourage your children to pray? If your children, you think are, or you don't think they understand the gospel, um, that's a hard. It's a hard thing to, because yeah, I don't know why I would encourage my children to pray, if if I don't believe that, you know. Well, I mean, it's just like encouraging your children to read the Bible to get them in the practice of doing these things that glorify that, God. That's that what God I was going to think initially, but I don't think prayer. Um, the, the difference between prayer and reading the Bible is reading the Bible um, opens your eyes versus prayer is not... Um, well, you know, I guess, I mean, I guess you could God say prayer is... stuff to you through his word if you're a Christian in a sense, right? I mean... No. If someone's saved, if someone gets saved... Through God revealing something well, to I mean, his but word. aren't you saved through prayer? Prayer too? Can't you be saved? Well, that's, by it, that's what I was saying. Is, yeah. So, so if you're an unbeliever and you pray to God, yeah, to, to ask for forgiveness, um, you know, obviously that I, I just I guess I wouldn't I wouldn't tell my child don't pray, but I wouldn't put my child in a position where uh, where my child has to pray. You know what I mean? Or is like, hey, you're gonna pray now. Do it because. If my child doesn't know God, then, you know, he or she is not actually praying to God. So what is that, you know, well, doing? It it's just making them pray Ooh. and also taking his name in vain, right? So, so why wouldn't you tell why wouldn't you prevent them from doing it? Because you said you wouldn't try to stop them, but you wouldn't encourage them. So if they are praying, why wouldn't you prevent them if they're taking his name in I'm vain? I'm saying I wouldn't tell them not to pray. Yeah, because they could why. be sick. Because because what if they're like, oh, I want to pray for repentance. You know what I mean? I want to repent and turn but every to God. Other time that do they I tell pray, them don't do that? But every other time that they pray, they're taking Lord's name in vain. That's tricky. I, I don't know if I'd say they're taking Lord's name in vain. Um, I don't know. That that's something. That's a different. That's a different discussion. Yeah, no, that was a huge because um, I don't think I don't think every time you s- say God's name, it's in vain. If you're not a Christian, you know, um, you can talk about God and be using his name correctly. You know, it's it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like prayer is kind of an um, intimate. Yeah, kind of, kind of like singing praises to God. You mm-hmm. know, I, I kind of would include prayer along those lines. So if you think an unbeliever singing praises to God is uh, is blasphemous. I feel like in order to be consistent, you'd have to say prayers too, but... Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, we should talk about, maybe we should talk about that some other time. Yeah. Um, that was our Theology Chinwag. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, this is our Theology Chinwag. So, uh, Jackson, now we're going to do our Chinwagging. Chinwag? Oh. Um, we were going to go through Romans 11, because Jackson really wanted to. Um, 
And then I was like, you know, I don't know how far we're going to get through this. He was like, yeah. He was like, I think we kind of need some like context to it. He was like, do you want to start in Romans 9? And I was like, do you want to start in Romans 1? <laughs> and so what we're going to do is basically talk through Romans, all of it. Not right now, obviously. We're not going to do the whole thing. But uh, over time, we're going to try to get through Romans. Um, that'll Probably be... not even every episode. I mean, we're going to see how this goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's start that now, Jackson. Do you want to read Romans 1? Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna read through fifteen. And what is this, NASB or ESV? Well, I've got my Bible and my phone, and I think. What are you at? What do you got? I'm on NASB. Okay, well, I'm on NASB too. So, um, here we go. Romans one one. Paul, a bondservant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the holy scriptures, concerning his son, who was born of a descendant of David according to the flesh who was declared the Son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead, according to the Spirit of holiness, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for his name's sake, among whom you also are are the called of Jesus Christ. To all who are beloved of God in Rome, called as saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul, so it's Paul, a bondservant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of Christ. God. God. <laughs> uh, then, then that's a danger. You don't want to misread the Bible. Um, so Paul, we know about Paul from Acts, um, his backstory, everything. And yeah. And is this, was this his he, first epistle? Or his first letter? I, I mean, I know. It, I know. I, I believe it was canonically or whatever. Um, keep talking and I'll find it out real quick. Cause I'm not sure if, according to the the chronological order of time, that Romans was actually the first epistle to be written by the man Paul. Um, Romans. It doesn't. No, no. It looks like the first one he wrote was Galatians. Okay. And James was written before that. James, and then he wrote 1 Thessalonians uh, and 2 Thessalonians and 1 Corinthians. Wow, okay. It was Romans. And was Romans Corinthians. And then Romans. Okay. So, so Timothy, Timothy was after. Yeah. <clears throat> and Ephesians. And all those books were written in the middle of Acts. Wow. Um, and then after Acts is over, he wrote Colossians, and then Philemon, and then Ephesians, and Philippians. Okay. And First Timothy, Titus. Okay, yeah, so I was going to say Paul, a bondservant of Christ Jesus, is just a really strong language, right? Um, what are using... Because what did servants do? Right, because a bond servant is like a slave, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I- yeah, that, that wordage, verbiage is used to uh, yeah. slave, to yeah, slave, Jesus of, slave of Christ, um, which is uh, is interesting because I don't. I mean, we think of like you know being a slave to sin is a bad thing, you know, um, but it's not the slave part; it's what you're a right. slave to. Yep. Uh, so, being a slave to Christ, being a slave to God, because you meaning, are. I mean, you are going to be a slave to something. You're gonna, you are going to be worshiping something. Either right. it's going to be sin, 
or it's going to be God right. and Christ. But yeah, just the idea of being a slave, being submit, you know, completely submissive and uh, and uh, just you know loving that like be, mm-hmm. being that and being and calling yourself that i think another he's also it's it's a like he, you know he grew up learning paul was in um you know he was a, a well uh taught well learned i guess would be the, the the wording but uh person uh he was kind of like you know a pharisee uh i forget what what he was part of if he was part of the if he was a well actually a pharisee or a um i i don't i don't remember exactly i know he hated christians yeah yeah he was he was just going around killing christians as uh as when his name was saul um but he you know like i'm just saying the pride he had i mean imagine the pride you have to go around killing people um that you think are preaching something differently i mean that's insane and and the knowledge he had i mean he knew he knew the Bible well, and he shows that um, in uh, in other letters that he mm-hmm. writes, um, where he shows that he, he does have a good knowledge, an amazing knowledge of the Bible. Um, and but it, it is cool how like you can see that if when someone is so prideful like that, after they're saved, because they were so prideful, now like he he is an extremely humble person. You can tell, right? Yeah, and, but uh, he's calling himself a slave. Yeah, and which I think is that's like because. He was so right, pro- exactly. Yeah, yeah pro- that's exactly pro- what I'm saying. Pro- pro- yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so he he was called as an apostle. So first he's saying he was a slave, but he was called as an apostle, which is um, cool because, yeah, and he's kind of showing he wasn't the one who. Yeah. I mean, I- and also <laughs> listing his credits to the people he's writing to, saying, "I was called," mm-hmm. you know, uh, by God. So like, you know, he's he's um, basically listing off like what you know. Uh, his position of authority uh and he's saying he's set apart for the gospel of god centralizing you know like how important the gospel is in all of this mm-hmm. that's I do, the reason he was set apart you know i said he said called to be an apostle and i said uh you know giving the credit to god but and i think you know we use that now like we are called to be christians but it feels like we are actively making choice of our own free will, right? But God is predestined. But the funny thing is, with him, he actually literally was called. Like, yeah. God literally yeah. came to him and told him, no, you're going to follow me now. Yeah. Like, and he, he wasn't the one who um, decided to follow God. Yeah, so he really wasn't being any, he wasn't being, like, super humble there or anything. He was just saying the, uh, yeah, the, the obvious. absolute truth, so... Um, and then he says, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the Holy Scriptures, showing also his knowledge of the Old Testament. Um, that the gospel, the gospel had been promised. You know, that's a really interesting uh, um, thing to remember. I mean, an important thing to remember is that the gospel is central even in the Old Testament. And that's what it's all pointing towards. It's all pointing towards, towards Christ. Um, and what is the gospel? That... Um, we can all be saved and um, worship God eternally, be with Him for all eternity, um, because of what Christ did. Right, because of Christ's sacrifice. So, <laughs> you're gonna have so much freaking editing to do. It's fun. You better get it done fast too. So, um. Verse 3? 
yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, so... <laughs> Again. So, which promised beforehand uh, through the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who is descended from David according to the flesh. So, Christ is a descendant of David. Right, that is... The, so, that's the, the gospel of God. Oh, he goes into it. I, I wasn't... <laughs> Wasn't paying attention. I I explained what yeah what that is and that he literally is explaining it a million times better than me. Uh, concerning his son, who was born yeah of a descendant of David according to the flesh, who is declared the son of God with power by the resurrection of the dead according to the spirit of holiness, Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay, so so he's being given power by his resurrection. Declared the son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead. Yeah. Uh. No, he's declared by the resurrection of the dead. He's okay, declared the Son of God with power. Different. Really? Read yours. And was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of Holiness by his resurrection from the dead. It just says it at the beginning. Okay. But um Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's uh it's really driving home that yeah, he's the Son of God. Um we know that because he was resurrected from the dead. According to the it's funny how that, he has a uh, the spirit in there as well. Spirit, Jesus, Son of God. Uh, you see that? I mean, pretty uh, good. Good uh, picture of the Trinity. Yeah, picture of the Trinity. Yeah, and then so then he says, Jesus, uh, who basically who is Jesus Christ our Lord?" So, um, wait, what does Christ mean? Um. I forget the actual right. like the actual definition of the word. I got it. Um, you're looking it up. Yeah. Through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for His name's sake. Anointed one. Okay, anointed one. So you've got Jesus, which was His physical name, and then Christ, which means anointed one, so chosen one mm -hmm. to save His people. Um, and then our Lord. Our Lord. He has power and authority. He's anointed. And um, he's also... He's Jesus. Yeah, he's also a man. I feel like, you know, I th think the name mm -hmm. Jesus really right. shows his... So he's, he's, a, man. he's a man who's chosen uh, by God. Who's um, anointed. Who God had and who has authority. this to happen. And yeah, who has authority. Um, especially uh, after... Uh, he ascended. Right. And through him we received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all Gentiles for his name's sake. So, uh, we are um, receiving grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith um, among all Gentiles. Mine says nations. So, I mean, yeah, just that's all, what it, Jew, non all, Jews. all, all non-Jews. Um, the Jews have already been given the gospel. But, yeah, so he's uh, he's talking, you know, about he kind of just gives them the um for his name's sake at the end the line doesn't say that at the end but um he's kind of just giving the uh the great commission almost. among whom you also are the called of christ he's talking to gentiles he's saying right there right did you hear what i said what i said he's basically just the, he's giving the great commission to them right there Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Which is kind of, it's a cool way to open um, when talking to other Christians. Just right. basically like. What is our calling? What is our calling as mm -hmm. Christians, right? Uh, me and you, Jackson, specifically. 
to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's given right there. That's just it's yeah, it's a it's something for all Christians to, uh, you know, read and and uh, you know, you can look at it and say, well, that's that's for me too. It's not mm-hmm. just for them. Um, so including you or uh, well, <laughs> among whom you also are the called of Christ. Um, called again. He uses the word called. So not only was he called, but he's saying all of them were called mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it wasn't something that they decided or chose on their own, um, but they were called of Jesus Christ. To all who are beloved of God in Rome, called as saints, again, he's used called, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is the intro all our beloved of god in rome called as saints grace to you and peace from god our father basic a basic intro um uh really it, yeah it's crazy solid. how much it's crazy how much you can if you really do study it how much you can get out of just like i mean we barely scratched the surface yeah but like of that just like, yeah, when, when you're reading through Romans, you kind of just gloss over, like, okay, intro, intro, and you get through it. But, like, how much time he took on that, like, mm-hmm. all the stuff that's in there, it's crazy. Yeah, um, gives, I mean, gives a clear uh, depiction of the Trinity. Yeah, our, our a st- clear example of the gospel and what our mission is. Right. Um, and, and, I mean, all he's also saying he's a servant of Christ Jesus, um, what we should be. Uh, I love the wording of resurrection from the dead. It doesn't, because nowadays people really like to talk about, yeah, Jesus died for our sins. But like, I feel like, I get the feeling Paul would go, Jesus, you know, was resurrected for our sins. You know what I mean? Like, like he was, he, just the emphasis on the resurrection from the dead instead of the emphasis on the death. Right. Um, well, I think the the thing is that if he hadn't resurrected, then there would be no forgiveness of sins. Right. But I think when people say he died for your sins, it's to show the love that he has for you, that he would go through this pain of right. dying. But the nice you. thing about resurrection is it it already it, it assumes right, death. Right. But when you say that, when you say that, uh, yeah, resurrection assumes death, whereas death does not assume resurrection. Right. Right. Yes, but. But if you're trying to explain to people, if you say, God resurrected for your sins. No, no, I'm not saying you do that. I'm just saying I like the emphasis Mm -hmm. there on that. I'm not saying that's the way you should talk and you can never say died for for our sins. I'm just saying I like the way he used that. Well, yeah, Um, and I I think also just the, just saying he resurrected, yeah, he says he resurrected from the dead, which I think kind of, I don't know. So... Well, that'll conclude our theology chinwag. Just get a, a little intro. There's in there. a, yeah, there's a lot in there um, uh, that we didn't get to, I will say. But uh, that felt like yeah, a nice little teaser for what what's to come. Uh, hopefully, you know, a lot more, and we'll get a lot more in depth. Um, but yeah, I, I like that, dude. It's good. We're gonna do a game now. Yeah. A, uh, trivia correct yes we are going to play useful trivia again because this is the best kind of trivia um and the category is going to be movies and okay turn the volume up where to find them 
Okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask you the first question. Go ahead. And then and I get to answer. F- you get to I get to answer first, and then you get to answer second. Yes. Out of the four choices we have. And then you ask me, and I will answer first, and we'll go from there. Okay. Alex, what is the longest movie ever made? Dances with the Wolves, Hamlet, The Stand, or The Cure for Insomnia? I want to say The Stand. That sounds like it would be a long movie. I think it's Dances with the Wolves. Mm. There's no way. It's The Cure for Insomnia. How long is it? Okay, so the total movie is running time hours. of 85 hours. It, okay. Um, uh, wh- it premiered in its entirety at the School of the Art Institute in Chicago, Illinois, from January 31st to February 3rd in one How continuous How is showing. a movie... That doesn't... I mean, I guess the cure for insomnia is to watch the movie, and it'll put you yeah, to sleep. Yeah, I wonder if it was like an actual movie, or if it was like a document. Like a documentary? Yeah. The cure for insomnia. Experiment. It's an experimental film, it says interesting hmm. okay well, we did terrible okay. on that it's you okay what movie starring al jolson is generally considered to be the first talking picture new york knights are you a mason the jay singer <laughs> jazz singer. The, what? the jay singer the what <laughs> the jazz singer oh no and the singing fool um, Which of those four? I'm gonna go with the, the Jays. The singing, the singing fool. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Are you a Mason? Ah, it's New York Knights. Oh, wow. The, the Jays, Jays singer. singer. <laughs> the Jays singer. I knew it. Oh wow, we were doing bad. We don't know much about movies, Alex. Okay. Oh, and of course you get to answer this one. What character in Monty Python and the Holy Grail insists that it's just a flesh wound? The Black it's Knight. It's just a flesh wound. The Black Knight. King Arthur, Black Knight, Sir Lancelot, Roger the Shrubber. It's it's the Black Knight. Okay, I'm gonna go King Arthur. The Black Knight. It's merely a flesh wound. It's merely a flesh wound. Okay, one to zero. This is bad. What was the first movie by Pixar to receive a rating higher than G in the United States? Okay. Toy Story, The Incredibles. Finding Nemo or Monsters, Inc. Somehow I know that Toy Story and Monsters, Inc. are both G. I know that. I know that The Incredibles is PG. I thought Toy Story was PG. No. I thought it was. No, no, no. I know The Incredibles is PG. Finding Nemo, I feel like, could be G. I'm going to go with The Incredibles. I'll go with Finding Nemo. Yes! Wow, The Incredible. Uh, the, the Incredibles, Incredibles received a PG rating for action violence. We really should read the answers and what they what they say. But yeah. Okay, so it's one to one. All right, go ahead. Uh, I, this is question five. What was the first movie for which the cost of obtaining rights to the soundtrack outweighed all other production costs? Titanic, Clerks, The Blair Witch Project, or The Wall? I want to say The Wall. I'm going to say The Blair Witch Project because I know the budget was extremely low for that movie. Oh, oh, that's smart, Jackson. And I was wrong. Why'd you click yours first? You supposed to click mine first. Because I thought I was right. The Clerks. Clerks. The cost of obtaining the rights to the soundtrack for Kevin Smith's Clerks outweighed the entire production cost. Oh, wait, okay. So it was $27,000 for the... um, The entire production cost was only $26,800, though. But it was... Wow, so it was only $200... Less. That's insane. That's, okay. 
All right, what film, what film, I got to do my voice, what film, Jackson, features a fight scene in which Bruce Lee breaks Jackie Chan's oh, neck? Oh, gosh. Wow. South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Game of Death, Enter the Dragon, or the Big Brawl. Enter the Dragon. I'm going to say Game of Death. Oh, you got yes, it. Yes, I got it. Okay, so it's two to one. Oh, no, I can't lose this. Okay. Um, why was Jennifer Grey hesitant to accept the role of Baby in Dirty Dancing? Uh, she disliked Patrick Swayze. The cast included non-union actors. She thought the character was too silly. She couldn't dance. She couldn't dance. I'm going to go she That's couldn't dance. Right. That's I'm going to go she it. didn't like Patrick Swayze. Oh, she could dance. <laughs> she didn't what? like Patrick Swayze. Wait, it's Swayze, right? Yeah. Um, he had to personally convince Jennifer Grey to co-star with him. Wow. Because she had disliked him so much while filming Red Dawn. That's sad. Wow. Okay, 3-1, Alex. You gotta... Who is the only Top Gun actor who didn't vomit while in the fighter jets? Anthony Edwards, Val Kilmer, John Stockwell, or Tom Cruise? Well, I'm gonna... I wanna go with Val Kilmer, Kil, Kilmer but I know that Tom Cruise is like, uh... Uh, um, Daredevil, so mm-hmm. I feel like he wouldn't. Be. Though I do know Jets. Yeah, I think like you're gar- kind of guaranteed to puke. So, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, I'm gonna go Tom Cruise. I'm gonna go John Stockwell. <laughs> who even is that? Anthony Edwards, who plays Goose. Oh, he plays Goose. Okay, the is only he- actor didn't vomit. Good on him. So okay. what, it's still one to three, so I have to get these last two, or are we going to go 15 questions? Uh, this is going pretty fast. I feel like maybe we'll go 15. Okay, 15 questions. Unless unless you catch up. Um, is it you? It's one to two, and this is... Uh, one to three. Oh, one to three. Okay, right. In what movie did... No, it's s- me. Oh, you're supposed to ask it? I think so. I thought I just asked the one about the vomiting. You did. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I mean, I meant oh, I thought I didn't, but go ahead. In what movie did Sidney Poitier say they call me Mr. Tibbs? Wait, they call me Mr. Tibbs? Oh, no, okay, the question is because it's a question. Yes, um, they call me no Mr. Tibbs. No Way Tips. Out, A Patch of Blue, A Raisin in the Sun, or In the Heat of the Night? No, uh, I'm going to say... A Patch of Blue. Uh, I'm going to say Raisin in the Sun. I was going to say In the Heat of the Night. Man. A 1967 okay. film. Huh. Okay. okay. Well, we're really doing bad, Alex. Yeah, this is the worst we've ever done, I think. Good. In The Wizard of Oz, 1939, what was used to simulate snow during the poppy scene? Powdered sugar? Ab- ab- asbestos? <laughs> Coconut flakes? What? Corn flakes? Are you serious? It was I actually think, one I of these? I know. I think I know. I don't feel like it could have been... Mm. I think I know. What is asbestos? I don't even know what that is. I feel like that's uh Oh, it's, it's just a type of mineral. Okay. I feel like it's a heat-resistant fibrous silicate mineral that can be woven into fabrics. <laughs> is that but what that's you just me. Okay. Um, Interesting. I don't I I feel like coconut flakes would fall too fast. And I feel like corn flakes. I'm going to go with powdered sugar. I'm going to go with coconut flakes. Ah, oh, it's a I should have known. I mean, that's the only thing. Why are we doing so bad? This is sad. It's it's one to what? It is one to three. I'm still at three, and you're still at one. (laughs) Okay, and we have five more questions. Yeah, this is for you. You got to ask me, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. 
Which film earned Stanley Kubrick a Razzie hmm. nomination for Worst Director? Wow. Eyes Wide Shut, Spartacus. Spartacus? 2001 A Space Odyssey or The Shining? I'm going to say I, Eyes Wide Shut because yeah, I've never like, heard of that. I know that 2001 A Space Odyssey, I thought that was a good movie. I thought people liked it. I think they did. The Shining, I thought, was okay. I'm going to go Spartacus. I don't know who Stanley Kubrick is, though, so. The, the Shining? Shining? One of the greatest horror films ever. Oh, it's now considered one of the greatest horror films ever made. It originally received mixed reviews from critics and audiences alike and was nominated for two Razzies. That's weird. Wow. Okay. Good. What is the lifespan of a replicant in Blade Runner? No idea what that is. 12 years, 16 years, 4 years, 8 years. Why would anyone watch Um, 12 years. Ah, 8 years. 4, four years. years. I don't okay. even know what. As a fail-safe, replicants are designed to have only 40 lifespans to prevent them from having enough time to develop complex human emotions. Okay, so so I have to, in order, what we got, okay, we got 3 more. Okay, yep. I can still win this. Okay. Yep. Oh, Alex, what kind of animal attacks Damien's car in The Omen? <laughs> Ostriches, baboons, hyenas, or lions? I feel like baboons. That would be creepy. That would be creepy. Yeah. Like, because hyenas can't really slam on your no, car No, I feel like thing. baboons have to be it. Mm. I'm going to say ostriches because it's crazy. You yes, got baboons. it. Baboons. It's, it's three, three to two. two. It's three to two. Oh yes, my gosh. Yes. Okay. All right, Jackson. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, what chases Indy out of the Temple of the Chair-Chop-Open Chir- Warriors? Panthers, snakes, giant rolling boulder, or Chanchapoyan warriors? I'm going to... I don't know what the Chanchapoyan war... Or the Temple of the Chanchapoyan warriors is, but I know that the giant rolling boulder takes him out of the one, so... I'm going to... So you're going with that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go with snakes. Snakes chase him out. Yeah, I would go with the Warriors. No, it's not okay. Good. Well, I want four two. We can do the last one though, just for fun. Um, what actor <sighs> played the school principal in ET, only to have a scene cut when Spielberg decided that even, his presence would be too uh, distracting? Um, uh, Marlon Brando, Harrison Ford, uh, Woody Allen, or Burt Lancaster? Uh, Harrison Ford. In nineteen in the eighties. I yeah. guess he could be. Okay, yeah, that's when Indiana <laughs> Jones is made. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Marlon Brando. Yeah, sure. I got it. 3-4, <laughs> I almost won. But you lost. I could have won if I'd actually tried. Oh, that was oh, fun. I like beating you at stuff. Well, Jack, any rec- recommendations? Ah, you almost said rec... rec- oh. You almost said recommendations. Okay. It's been a while. Um, It has been a while. I feel like uh, we've been kind of rusty here. Yeah, probably. We have. We um, need to get back into this. It'll be fun to give. I recommend that you guys get back into listening to our podcast. Please. And please share it with people and tell other people about it. And if you don't, I take that as you don't like it that much, okay? <laughs> I recommend. I will come to your house and I will knock on your door. And I will say, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to take all your drinks and cops and well well and, and then i would and then i would and then come in never... and take their chips and so without chips and drinks and cups what are you gonna even do hmm. and without our podcast also and then you'll have and to listen sheets. to our podcast and yeah and i'll take all your stuffed animals hmm. and i'm sell them to a pawn shop i recommend that <laughs> 
that you <laughs> and then I I recommend that you make your own smash burgers instead of paying 20 bucks for one because they're super expensive make your own because it works and they're really good are we making them tonight nope oh, dang it <laughs> okay Yep, well, uh, you don't have I'd, anything I'd to recommend. I'd like to recommend Five Guys because their Smash Burgers are better than, than yours. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, Alex, I'd... you could have tied it with the, the 16th question. What movie popularized the phrase May the Force Be With You? Oh my gosh, it's obviously Star Trek. Why? Oh no, I got to guess first though, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this was an okay episode, it's Alex. Star Trek. Uh, I enjoyed. Yeah, the that time was cool. we spent together. I love you, man. You're so great. Oh, dude, I love you too, man. You know what? Never mind. I actually, mm, I take it back. Okay. You're fine. You're not that great. You're actually my least favorite out of all the people I've done podcasts with. <laughs> I can see that, actually. Oh, man. Well... All right, guys. Thank you for listening. You know what? You know the deal. Go, you know, talk to us. Please come communicate with us because um, we love to hear from you guys and, and we want to keep doing this. And if we don't hear from you guys and we don't, you know, get listens, why would we keep doing this? Well, we are going to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, we'll, fact, keep, yeah. we'll keep doing it even if we get to your listens because it's fun. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. And uh, until next time, fear God and keep his commandments. And also, Jeff Durbin is still hey, on Come on. 30, 30 episodes. 31. Yeah, 31. Come on, please. Come on.